You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I am your host, Aaron Ren Freeman, but with me, the actual host, the owner, CEO, proprietor, head artist, lead design, head therapist, travel czar, cat wrangler, head custodian, payroll maven, Elise Bacon Bacon, how are you? I refuse to be part of any of this until I get my pizza. You got to get a pay cut first. You ain't got no pay. I ain't no pay, so give me pizza or I'm walking. You gotta, you gotta get paid. I gotta get a pay cut. So now we gotta bring down whatever you get from the Patreon, and then when you get mad, we then have to have a pizza party. So the only way I'm you're mad getting at all of these extra unpaid responsibilities that you you keep are being heavily, you are being heavily aggressively me. compensated. We can't. Ha- we you're being, this is what's wrong with the labor market. You these are days. compensated heavily for all of the services the unique expertly executed services you provide unreasonable i'm walking you're calling it you're out of here i'm gone what if we had a pizza what kind of pizza Oh God! I guess it's like it. It's. I feel like it's too soon, but it'll always be too soon because we're in the hellscape. So like, whatever. We're letting it ride. We have Najela here. Hey, Najela. Hi, Najela. Hi. I'm not dead. <laughs> I know that might be news to some of you people. You're out here being I... successful. You talk your shit. You're doing good. Um. Hellscape yeah. good. Now listen, there's there's like there's like mid two thousands rap video good, and then there's capitalist hellscape good. So you've been doing capitalist hellscape good to to scale for clarity. That's good. We're proud of you. We love you. We can talk about it. Talk your shit. I mean, is there a way that I could trade that for the other type of good? Because I really would like to sip crystal on a yacht. So you write something, you sell it. I'm sorry. So (laughs) you got to write something, then you got to sell it. And then on the back end, you got to start talking shit about a group of marginalized people. So then the, um, you'll have sold the book and the book deal and then drummed up kind of a permanent paying audience of generally wealthy bigots to supplement your income. Oh, so there's a well, I'm writing something. Yes. That like within the first eight paragraphs, somebody says nigga. So I don't. Right. I don't know. if That doesn't matter. No one's going to. None of the bigots are going to read the book. So sell the book rights and turn around. Be bigoted. The bigots won't read the book. They will defend you as you're being attacked on the Internet. So you'll be getting paid for the book and supported by the bigots on the Internet who didn't read the book. So it doesn't matter what you put in it. I'm told it also helps if you start dating somebody who's garbage. Yes. I don't think I could do that. It doesn't have to be a real relationship. You just need to to have. You just need to have like the the image. Yeah. Go outside, have some coffee twice a week and go home. You're good. Just let let the let um, page six see you TMZ. Let those people get around the round table. Start talking about you and you're good. um, 
I think I'm too melanated and too fat and too old for page six to care about me. Well, you got to sell the book. That's what I mean. You got to sell the book. Then you then you hop onto the scene and then you become bigoted. And then you start getting that consistent Candace Owens layer of like bigoted Negro money that she kind of just exists in currently. She kind of lives on that bed of money, floats on. Well, I mean, my current work in progress, I I think it's a very like niche interest, Um, but it is about how uh, I kind of fucking hate everybody who is in the emo scene of the aughts. Do they count? As, um, as I a mean, marginalized they group probably, that I, mean, I can hate. So I think they're a marginalized group, so that works. Right. I mean, um, they do. I mean, yeah, you can do that as long as you hate. I mean, the, the, the bigots will take, they'll take the baton, just establish that you're looking for bigotry, and they will guide you the rest of the way. Uh, I, like, have protests outside of emo nights. Right. Well, listen, we, 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 are, we love to be like well the bigots love to be mad at things that don't matter it gives them purpose so you could probably I mean, find a different thing to be for them I, to be I, mad I think we should pump the brakes on that definition because I love being mad at things that don't matter I spent a half an hour being very mad that uh, Patrick Stump continues to say that he does soul music so like I can contend that that I does would not argue, matter I would My argue that anger that matters is, I would argue that that is very important. My anger is white hot for that non-entity of a, of a subject. Okay. So who, who was that? Patrick Stump from Fall Out Boy. I actually saw Fall Out Boy for their oh. uh, first part of the tour. <laughs> and like in the middle of it, they just did lean on me. And I was not fucking prepared. They did lean on you in concert? Lean on me in concert? They did lean on me in concert. I was two edibles in instantly sober and somehow i scanned the crowd and found the only other black person uh that i can make eye contact with and we're both like this is fucking weird right i was like like, lean on me like when you're like when you're not strong i'll be stump on the piano singing lean on me like he had experienced decades of oppression it was the the only thing weirder was pete wentz's lace front because it was it was stiff but it was weird. It was weird. You know, you know that that is my biggest fear of dating a white person is not that they're going to start singing "Lean on Me." Yes, is that they're an artist <laughs> and their art viscerally disagrees with my body. Like the racism is common. Like all white people are connected to some races somewhere. Cool, understood. But like, if I meet you and we start vibing, and you go, "Oh, you know, I uh, play a little bit of piano." And then you go, oh, that's really nice. Can you play something for me? And then they start singing Lean on Me. And then you're just kind of there. And <laughs> you realize that that's what they they do is they sing like soul music covers in like an Austin bar on the weekends. And you're like, fuck. What? That's deeply concerning. Don't want that. Yeah, I, I felt like they should have had a trigger warning on right. that. Right. They should, put that on, they should have put that on the program at the top. I mean, I'm not surprised. They've always been saying that they do genres that they're not doing or do well. <laughs> like, you know, when they first started out, they said that they were a hardcore punk band. So they no. If you listen to their first record, they were. They had <laughs> legit somewhat heavy songs. They had some songs that were heavier than My Chemical Romance. Like 
they all started I, I have out- the same beef with my chemical romance so this isn't gonna go anywhere <laughs> i mean my I, favorite hardcore band right now is soul glow so like i like i like a good genre melding there is i would never genre melding and then there is going on stage and being like I'm a hardcore punk. I'm punk. But they punk were. Like, if you listen to, like, Race Trader and the bands that they were in before Fall Out Boy, they were legit, like, lo-fi hardcore punk bands. Were they good? No. I've, I have listened to all of their stuff. It was really <laughs> not good. You, I, you know, it was. there's really a reason not- why they're not known for those bands and they're known for for fallout boy they're really now now listen fallout boy is not a case of afi no i would they have never been a case of afi i would say them as an entity together fallout boy not a horror card band but the did the members actually play in other hardcore bands yes were those bands good no but they were hardcore bands no they they, they they were not good and they were not good at practicing what they fucking preach. I mean, no. Which is a core tenet of punk. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be on the pro fallout boy side of this <laughs> argument. I can't. Right. Um, but, but what I'm just saying is is that like over over time, they were just like, like, oh, we're a hardcore punk band. Oh, we're super metal. Oh my like, baby, you're nothing but a pop group. You are oh, you are pop. You yeah. are teeny bopper pop. I would say after their third album, they were barely even guitar rock. They were barely even guitar rock. Yeah. But I mean, there was like one thing when they're like, I used to get into fist fights because people wouldn't say I was punk. I'm like, honey, <laughs> you probably got through across the bar. You can't fight either. I mean, we have Fallout Boy because Pete Wentz kept on showing people pictures of his penis and got MySpace famous. That is the reason why Fallout Boy <laughs> popped off. Thank you. <laughs> so. Stay true to your actual roots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want him to because I don't want to see his penis. Uh, I didn't want to see it back then. Don't want to see it now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, show the penis to like age appropriate people, not us. But then he won't be true to his roots. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I really should yeah. let it go. I have so much like weird scene emo beef with people. It's one sided. They don't know it exists. I know this. But nonetheless, no, this is called being a professional hater and I will not hear anything wrong about it. Yeah, it's key. But and even with the, the stuff I do like, like my current, I call them my favorite band, even though now it is one dude again. Um, I don't know how, but they found me. Do love their output, um, even on their new song. Uh, not so much love it, especially because it was described um, as a deep exploration of sexuality and religious guilt, <laughs> a la Prince and Color Me Bad. Because, you know, if you want to make a song that slaps, you incorporate Prince and Color Me Bad, which 
he described as 90s R&B. Baby. You see, you see what I mean? That's my biggest fear. You understand? <laughs> Imagine being in an intimate relationship with someone who drops these on you about four months in or whatever. That's why you got to know all the information as soon as possible. Yeah. I'm just waiting for like him to not be searching his name or things like associated with him so I could talk shit about it on Twitter. But like, I really want to talk shit about it. It's okay. You can talk shit about it on Twitter. The search engine doesn't, the search bar doesn't work. Yeah, Twitter don't work like that no more. You um, literally can't search for things on Twitter because it doesn't work anymore. Like the actual search thing doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't matter. You're I've, good. I've given up. You're free. Yeah, you're free. You're free. You can go on Blue Sky. Do you need an invite? I've got like five. I'm on Blue Sky. Yeah, go we on Blue Sky. follow each other on Blue Sky. Like how much I pay attention. <laughs> It's okay. I I I really don't be on it that much because I follow nothing but like respectable people, and it really filters out all the the you know the reason people go on Twitter is to scroll by and go God I hate these people. It's it filters all that out. So now I'm like, oh, I just have people talking reasonable, which is good. Just like not as entertaining. <laughs> We need more hood rat shit. All right. It's good to know. All right. No, I also miss the hood rat shit. I need reasonable next to hood rat shit. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it doesn't even have to be hood rat shit because I I love bandom drama because I fucking hate people that would say I'm in the bandom Uh, (laughs) because like or people who still have like Ryan Ross as their profile picture. Why? Like that, he left. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Like, get over it. It was 20 years ago. That's probably just somebody's dad now. His sciatica's acting up. He wants to be left alone. And everybody's he's got, like, he, posting he's pictures on his of him. Pad. Leave him be. <laughs> They're posting him from 20 years ago, going, oh my God, so baby girl coded. Like, I can't. I hate it so much. I'm so tired of the baby girl shit. I'm just yeah. like, please stop using it wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to get back into Tumblr because Twitter is dying. Uh, and I usually just use it for Sims stuff. Um, but then that pins me off. Because <laughs> I'm very um, easily agitated, uh, even through my hobbies. But Tumblr, I, because I've been gone for so long, I'm just like not used to it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. everybody be like, oh my God, she's serving cut. And the picture will just be of a guy that was in a moderately successful emo band from like 2017. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't think you know what that means. They don't. Like y'all don't be saying anything. Yes. They do though. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, he's a cinnamon roll. And it's like somebody who like was pro a genocide that one time, but we forgive him because he made a song that slapped. <laughs> we will. Um, get off on the nearest exit, which is just asking you about The Sims. Where where do you want to start? Actual <laughs> porn, because whenever because Bacon was talking about Baldur's Gate and the fan and the fans being very horny for a game that isn't. But yeah, I'm not horny. So <laughs> I guess like because I'm a Sims for. PC player. I play with the mods and yes, I play with all kinds of mods, including Wicked Whims, 
Shout out Turbo Driver. Um, I thought that there was like full on like fucking in Baldur's Gate 3, which is why I thought everybody would go crazy. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I need that in my D&D experience, uh, only to find out that like it's not. And I'm very shocked by that. Like I have not played it. I do not have a next gen console. I probably won't get a next gen console. And I don't really feel like having more than one huge game installed on my PC at a time. So uh, I was very shocked to hear uh, that A, it's like a buggy mess because I have not heard anybody talking about that. All I've heard people talking about is who they boned. It's because they haven't gotten far enough in the game. Let me let me go. Let me go check my achievement progress. So when I beat the game, I was there's an achievement when you beat the game. I was at 9.7% of players with that achievement. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check on that now. It's you know, it's, it's been a while. It, it 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 it's uh it it's been a while. Let let's let, let, let's go uh, let's go check. Because uh, like I said, when I when I unlocked the achievement, I was literally like nine point seven percent of players who had gotten it. So that, which is that, not a lot. <laughs> which is not a lot. No. So, like, a lot of the stuff I was talking about, like, people hadn't gotten there. So, like, like when I'm talking about how buggy the game is, like, I'm, and it, it's, like, part of Act 2 and, like, all of Act, Act 3 is a disaster. But Act 3 is just as long as Act 1. It, it's a good 60 hours. That's, like, 60 hours of just a buggy mess. I mean, I have played almost 7,000 hours in The Sims 4, so I cannot act like I am above having 60 hours of buggy mess because no. only 60 hours of a buggy mess. Uh, that, that's light work to a Sims 4 player. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's very so found it. Finish the game. 14.1% of players. Oh. That really uh changes my perception of uh, of of what people were talking about when they were talking about this game because uh, all i heard about is uh banging mind slayers and fucking a bear that is probably 0.1 percent of the game yeah the uh the um how do i put it the the chaotic bits of the game have or feeding a starved audience yeah like now the gameplay is very fun the gameplay is super super fun but like narratively it's kind of all over the place like i i i, yeah. I was talking to some other people and i i describe it the exact same way that i described the mass effect series because like there, there are so many parallels to the mass effect series and the way that the narration is handled to me and i have a lot of the same like uh, issues like with the ethical writing so like to me it, they're like a really good comparison even though they're like totally different genres um uh where it's like there's just like these really great powerful moving moments 
like moments. And these are the ones that stick in our brain. But it's held together by cotton candy that oh, just God. dissolves when you touch it. Yeah. And you know what? The ending is also not good. But don't you have multiple endings? So, like, I think it's very hard to write a game with multiple endings and have them all be satisfying. Like, I feel like that's just not. None of them are satisfying. Oh. Okay. Because <laughs> I always. No, when, when, yes, there are multiple endings, but they're all rushed and unfinished. Well, maybe they're going to do a DLC that will make it have a better ending. They need, they, they actually need to. Like, they, there's a lot of unresolved questions. There's an entire character who they just, a beloved character, actually, who has, like, the worst story ending, like, period. And, it, and it's done in a way that makes no sense. Like, it doesn't make narrative sense within what the game gives you at all. Like, there's actually a solution for this character. Is it very, like, Fallout, um, where the ending is like, well, you got to go kill yourself, even though you have a party member that could, like, withstand all the radiation? And he's like, well, nah. It's very familiar to that, actually. Okay. It's very familiar. Mm, I can't deal. Actually, (laughs) actually, like, like, it doesn't do that exactly, but, like, the feeling. And, like, the feeling of the unfinished rushed ending is very Fallout adjacent. Okay. I think you might have just, like, completely talked me out of trying Boulder's game. Like, the worst part is, like, the first part of the game, solid. It's super good. It's fantastic. And, like, even the second act is, like, pretty good. But the second act is very short. Like, the second act, to me, just exists because act one and act two are too long. Like, you need a break. Like, you have to break it up. And so, like, Act 2 is, like, very short. It's probably, like, probably about 30 hours of the game. Whereas, like, Act 1 is, like, can be, like, a good 50 hours. And Act 3 is another good 60 hours. And you have Act 2 in the middle of it that just breaks them up a bit. Yeah, I'm still, like... Um, but, yeah, no, no like, it, it really is, like, a D&D experience. And you know that, like, when you play D&D, there's, like, the level of bullshit. It captures that really well. Like... Like, um, I was fighting, like, there's an area where you can go in, and I noticed a meeting, like, oh, there's raptors. Like, I kill these motherfuckers anyway. What if I just, I don't know, uh, make the chandeliers fall on the dude casting a ritual down there and uh, simultaneously make some other people explode? And it was great. Because, like, you're making it sound like there's so many, like, great moments. There are. And you're basically saying that it's just going to shit the bed later. And I feel like. It's it's not I, consistent. It goes like this. It, it's a wave. So, like, as I was saying, like, I was, I was, as I was playing the game, there was just, like, every, there are times that I'm sitting there. I'm genuinely enjoying myself. And then I'm like, oh, this just made me angry. <laughs> I don't know. And then I'm back to seriously enjoying myself. It was a, it was a very emotional roller coaster. Everybody was watching me like live tweet my feelings about it across discords. Well, because so <laughs> I caught a lot of a lot of you in our Discord, and I was like, oh, so I thought 
you were enjoying yourself. At least the ones that I saw. Yeah, there were times I was absolutely enjoying myself. (laughs) And do I have another playthrough? I do have another playthrough. It's kind of nice walking around with an unambiguously black character, even if they're in the race of something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not appreciate the sexist comments at my drow when I reached Baldur's Gate. That wasn't super fun. Yeah. There was... I'm, I'm kind of over, like, fantasy racism and sexism. Oh. Especially because, like, as I'm creating something and I could just go, you know, you could just not have it. Like, you're creating a world. Like, you could just make a world where, the, like, there's not sexism. You could just do that. There's Nijela. no rules against it. Nijela. Nigella, thank you. Yes, like it doesn't need to be there. Who makes the world feel more realistic? To whomst? Yeah, yeah. Why do you? Why do you need that? Why? I mean, can you not make the world feel realistic without that? Mm-hmm. Do do does a character need to sexually harass my character because they're a drow? I actually feel like it makes it more realistic to not have it. Like, 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 why, why, and why is it specific? So, like, because, like, because the, they decided to build it off of, like, um, you know, the lore of uh, 5th edition D&D. Um, like, like, each character race, like, gets treated differently. So, like, if you're playing as a tiefling, people be looking at you like you're demon spawn, even though there's no fucking reason to. Um, if you're playing as a drow... It, they they fucking treat you like a drow. Like they they treat you like how the D and D fifth edition universe treats drow. And drow are hundred percent based off of black people. There's like no question about that. And so like and like having there's enough detail to where the racism that you know playing as a drow. Uh, like there's like different kinds of racism depending on where you are. So like where it goes from like oh it's you people to I reach the I reach the city where you know people have like different ideas and stuff and they're like sexually harassing me because drow are known for being like over like over sexual highly sexual Which beings is like, and i'm like why is that necessary yeah I but i also like went in the game knowing that was the case yeah but i feel like worlds like that is more reflective of the people who are writing it than the players and i feel like when people write that they're doing it in a way that they're just not considering anybody that isn't them. <laughs> yes. And no, I, I agree. Also, like, you know, a lot of the character narratives, like the people that you talk like talk to, and I really enjoyed this part about it, are like exploring different kinds of trauma. And that was kind of cool. So like, like there's, you know, one of them, like their entire trauma is around like um, escaping an abusive like family. Um, and like all the the stuff with that, and it was, I thought it was a really great metaphor. Um, uh, did not a, it, it, if if the game hadn't been what it was, I wouldn't have noticed this. But because of the game not being what it was, I was just like, it really had to be an Asian guy. Um, as the head abuser, I'm like, hmm, I don't like that. Um, yeah, I did not like that. Uh, but again, because that was in the that was like after I had put like several hundred hours after like you know in in this world and um with the writing and uh there 
there's another character that's talking about like how you reconnect with your family at, over like you know a really huge misunderstanding and a traumatic event like that is also part of that misunderstanding so like and that was really cool because it wasn't like nobody was wrong it was just of it was just a really uh it was a terrible event happened that caused a rift between them and when they like like it, it does get resolved and like i said nobody was wrong in that situation but like that doesn't stop feelings so it was like a very like you know human real well written sort of narrative um and then, and then there's like a bear and then you have halston where you fuck a bear like i'm just like <laughs> that you can fuck a bear i'm just like okay sure yeah see like i'm not hearing a lot of people talk about those moments i'm just hearing yes no about- well this is the problem with fandom <laughs> fandom latches onto very specific things and just goes wild with those things and headcanons take over and there's like okay but these are things that actually happen within the scope of the game <laughs> yeah i'm not hearing anything like that yes at all. no no i've actually <laughs> been very frustrated about like how much like meat of the game is not talked about yeah like and i, I like, like do you like there's so much racism in the game i couldn't find anything written on it i don't like uh, so, like, I don't know. From what you're saying, it kind of makes me want to check it out. But then the fact that you say that the resolution is so bad, I feel like it wouldn't make it worth it. And I also don't want to recreationally experience racism. Yeah, it's it's a toss-up. Like, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I think it's a game worth playing. I don't think it's very good. But I think it's a game worth playing. And I think it's got a lot of like really enjoyable highlights. Uh, the ending's really bad. And the writing just starts falling apart. But like I think the game can be enjoyable without those things. Yeah. yeah. I don't appreciate the fantasy racism. That's not enjoyable. At no point did I find that enjoyable. And at some points it was completely in inignorable. Yeah. But I mean, I, I guess for some people, like, that is going to be their vibe. Like, there are mods to add racism into The Sims 4. And I'm Excuse like, me? but why? Yes. Yeah. So you could have a mod where, like, people from different worlds will have a different language. And that's fine. But then there are people who made a mod to build off that where, like, if your sim is from like Newcrest. They will not like people from like Oasis Springs, which is not. It doesn't work like by like what the sim looks like. It's just like from where they're from. But it's still adding like bigotry into of the fantasy world where there is none. And I think part of the reason why I've spent so long in the Sims is because I get to have an escapist fantasy where everybody could look so varied and nobody is going to be, like, fat characters aren't treated poorly because of their size. And, you know, dark-skinned characters aren't treated poorly because of their skin tone. So I don't really get why people want to add that in. Uh, I mean, I get people add all kinds of things. I have my Sims economy is pretty much ran by the strip clubs, um, but I don't super. Listen, that under- makes sense to me. But then you have people who will add like 
the drug epidemic <laughs> where you have sims that are now addicted to fentanyl like i'm just like but why <laughs> but why it was a mistake to give us the internet i mean i saw mario 64 goat C. absolutely the internet should not have happened listen it is not of not the lord happened. you don't think that's all community building there Aaron. What? Here's the deal. If you are into Mario Goatsy, I want you all to find each other so you do not find me. And I think that there is great value in that. And I think we're missing that bit right there. I don't want them searching the streets for it. I don't want them out. And I don't want to discover it on accident. So if that's what you're into, I'd like to know that you have a place to go. A place to go. To go. Yeah, but I feel like human nature ruins it. Because as I've seen in the Sims community, there is so much infighting because people are mad at how other people play the Sims. Which I know might sound very... Um, I'm Maybe I'm an asshole because I just I mean, that, complained that about people adding the drug epidemic into the Sims. Well, that's, but like, there will be people... That's a little different. But yeah. There will be people who will hate other Simmers because of the aesthetic of their game <laughs> like because there's max's match which is you know the kind of more cartoony less realistic version that matches how the game ships and then you have max's mix which adds maybe some more realism uh you know a better texture quality and then you have alpha which basically makes it look like a completely different game but it's still the same core gameplay which does not sound like something that um, will result in people hurling racial insults at each other, but it absolutely does. <laughs> so for the longest time, because a lot of the Black CC creators in the Sims 4 community did Alpha CC, Alpha CC was rejected by a lot of players. They basically ghettoized a whole aesthetic of the game. Huh. And uh, it caused, like, actual infighting. Like, there were groups that would not want you to post any alpha sims, which is basically uh, the way clubs in the early 2000s would have those long list of things that basically said no Negroes. No alpha CC was basically, that became short for... We don't we don't want your colored sims around here. Huh. That I did not know. Yeah, it's um never shocking and let and never shocking, slightly disappointing, but never shocking. Yeah, I can't say I'm super surprised, but I'm still sad that it happened. It continues to happen. Like, um, there are so many people who try to gatekeep certain aesthetics for the Sims. And I just don't get the need to do that. Like, why? It's the fucking Sims. There are some people who, like, take it way too seriously. Um, there'll be people who would be like, oh, like your how you play the game is wrong. And then they'll like try to lecture people. And it's like, 
It's literally a single player game. However anybody plays it that brings them enjoyment is correct. Like, now, I might have some questions about your decisions, but yeah. go off. Exactly. Like, I might judge you if you, like, went through the painstaking process of making every sim white. That's kind of weird. But, <laughs> like, I'm going to side-eye you for it. But, like, as yeah, long as you don't fun. bring it to my attention, do whatever in the Listen, privacy have of fun your with your, realm. Have fun with your digital ethno state. But, like... <laughs> But like, like we don't need to know that. Yeah, but there are people who like definitely decided there's like a caste system for Sims, and not even without the CC. There are people who will discard people that don't play on PC or Mac because they can't use mods. So all the console players are are seen as like lesser Simmers. Oh, that was on uh, uh, PC or Mac. That was me. Like, the reason why I don't play the Sims at all is because I just have console, and I'm like, I don't want to hear it at all. By bringing, The only person I could talk to about the Sims would be you. And so I'm like, let me just um not bother. So yeah. Well, I made you a CC-free version of yourself. Oh, yeah, I know. I know, but I'm talking about, like, me playing me playing Sims on my Xbox. No, so no go. Just kind of so I wouldn't have any mods. Uh, you made me in your game, which is actually delightful, and I appreciate you. But yeah, that's when I'm playing on console. Like I, I can't go anywhere where that I can't talk because everyone who plays The Sims. Well, I kind of feel like because we've had so many years of like improvements to the I I don't want to say base game, but like the non modded game because these improvements did come mostly through expansions. I feel like if you have all those expansions, it's a full game now. It wasn't like when it launched where when The Sims 4 launched, it was not a complete game. I would not fault people for not wanting to play because I didn't want to play it when it first launched. Ain't nobody wanted to I play thought that. it was insulting what they launched with. I think my favorite part about it was just like, uh, that shit just didn't work. No, it did not. Um, it was... It like I actually just for didn't five work. years before I started playing The Sims Four because it just wasn't functional. Like it, it, it. I was like, good luck. I was like, I'm glad for everybody who has been able to get this fucking game to work, but I can't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <sighs> do we brace ourselves every time there's an update? Yes. But do I feel like it's an actual functional product? Yes. Do I think it's great that I spent hundreds of dollars to get it to this state no no, no. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not which is why people are like oh you play the sims all the time do you recommend it and i'm like not really <laughs> I'm like i'm depressed and had like access to money that nobody was monitoring which is why i have every pack except for the star wars one because fucking ad during a global pandemic for a theme park that cost two thousand dollars to go to but um uh, the Sims, if you buy every expansion pack not on sale, is over $1,000 now. And I can't tell somebody that this gaming experience is worth $1,000. This is just what I do because I can't do fun drugs anymore. 
<laughs> so the sim is a fun drug. Pretty much. Also, accuracy. Uh, also, um, accuracy. Also, uh, uh, console sims doesn't have fucking to the scale that PC sims have with the mods. No. Um, even though, like, as much as I am very upfront with, I have wicked whims in my game. As you should. Uh, but it is way more explicit than any other Sims uh, adult mod before it. Perfect. Like, you could now pick the size and symmetry of your Sims balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even being facetious. That is that is something you could do with this mod. Listen, uh, shout out for realism. I'm here for it. Right. Uh, but I'm tired of this like idea that like body parts are symmetrical because I've got some news for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you get all kinds of different labia, but I feel like this mod makes it a more inclusive game. How so? As it was with, well, because you you have to deal with bodies more and genitals and you know now you have um you know they added i guess a year and a half ago i want to say they added uh being able to uh have change a pronoun or change certain gender expression but like with the wicked wind mod it's like no like here is like an actual like trans body and you could like have that sim like live a rich and like loving existence which i think for a lot of people pretty darn good (laughs) like without there's uh just being able to like play with so many varied types of least representative people and give them these like aspirational lives and not have to shy away from the genitalia of it all, I think is worth it. Is is just like a good, like I feel like uh, being able to have representation in a life simulation where they do every, all the the life is important <laughs> i think it's kind of weird that we're like oh we're gonna have a life simulator but nobody fucks like that's that's like weird right <laughs> i mean to be clear that's why i never thought it was a weird mod i never thought it was a strange out of place mod um having your sims be able to do as much as possible just makes the most sense given the game you're playing i thought yeah, like uh, I, I did like a little collab with um, an acquaintance, uh, and they were very shocked to find out that like with Wicked Whims, it added menstruation. <laughs> and they were just like, "But why?" And it's like it's a life simulator. Like, pe- people menstruate. <laughs> like, why would you have that in there? Uh, so. 
Like there are mods that you can have um, that add ashiness mechanics. So your sim <laughs> has to have like they gotta remember to put lotion on, or else they'll have ashy knees and elbows. Like, listen, I can't remember to put lotion on all the time. I do not want to be reminded in my game. <laughs> Let me pretend, Jayla. <laughs> I mean, not for nothing, I also don't have that in my game. I had it for a while, then I'm like, this is laborious. <laughs> I refuse. This is this is escapism. I'm moisturized 100% of the time. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to think about that in my game. So yeah, what, so, you know what? Moisturizer so, is implied when they shower. So, <laughs> Thank so, you. So what happens when your ashiness levels get too high? Do you just start like... They you... get like a debuff. <laughs> So you get like a plus, uh, a minus, um, or they get a plus two sad and a plus one discomfort because they're itchy, because they're ashy, and they're not moisturized. No. <laughs> yes. I'm I don't sorry. fucking care. Like, I understand what's <laughs> happening. I'm just refusing it. Uh, I mean, in the actual game, if you get the Cottage Living expansion pack, they add lactose intolerance. <laughs> so you could have the trait where you're lactose intolerant. So if you eat something that has dairy, like your sim will get the poops and they'll be uncomfortable. Absolutely. I kind of love that. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I bet almond milk is more expensive in The Sims 2. No. It th- is, but <laughs> you can <laughs> also. <laughs> I mean, it's in the real world, too. Like, why? That's why I, my escapism, Jayla, <laughs> my escapism. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can mod it so that it's the same price. Somebody's got to have thought of it. <laughs> That's the best part about mods. <laughs> I literally uh, started modding because I had like very little gripes that would just annoy me. And I would find mods to fix those like very little things. And then it turned into, you know, getting these much bigger sweeping mods that, you know, add things like lactation because, you know, your Sims get pregnant, but why aren't they lactating? <laughs> So they got to have like a breast pump uh, and they could like leak. <laughs> they get sore. They got to so, suck a clog out. So what if you're Is like. Is there like recovery time after pregnancy? Because pregnancy tears up bodies in ways that people there don't want to talk about. And also this, the mod that I got is from Pandasama. And it, it's such a great comprehensive mod um, for, it's like completely overhauls pregnancy. Uh, so they could. um now sims you know they gain weight they get cellulite they get stretch marks like they need to have if they get a cesarean they will have a incision scar like they make like the bodies change like i also kind of like that uh you know i'm i'm no spring chicken so i kind of like that i could have you know, my my Sims go through graceful aging, <laughs> where you, you know your your titties aren't gonna sit as high as they used to, and that's beautiful. <laughs> Fucking normal. Exactly. I kind of feel like um, 
like some base game life simulators, it's just like a dollhouse, but I feel like a life simulation game is different than a dollhouse. Like you can play a dress up game. You can even do like a house building game, but the, what makes it a life simulator is you're guiding or role playing this character through like the human experience. And while I have no qualms with making it like, you know, escapist, I, I think it has to have some teeth to it to make it to make it real. No, sometimes that means ashiness or having the sex mod that gives you, you know, a lady boner in the morning. Sometimes you wake up horny. <laughs> My favorite bit is um, that you have all the mods in place to create a very meticulous life simulator, but like Raiden's in your game. <laughs> But like, I do it. It's like one of my favorite households. I'm not gonna lie. Like just straight up Metal Gear Solid, Cyber Ninja riding in the game. I have riding. I also have a household for Jetstream Sam and his <laughs> lovely Brazilian wife. Um, Good for them. I love the lovely Brazilian wife. I think that's yeah. my favorite. Uh, and I have uh, Senator Armstrong. senator armstrong yeah who like also married a sim that looks like way too much like cardi b for some reason good on you not planned by me uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and and they they live really happy Uh, ryden met one of the, the strippers in the club and then they fell in love and got married and now they had two kids, but those two kids were like glitch babies because when they implemented neighborhood stories, which is supposed to incorporate like neighborhood progression, uh, because the Sims 4, unlike previous Sims installments, never really had like automatic progression of characters you weren't controlling or currently controlling. So they tried to implement that. It didn't it didn't really pop off originally so there was a lot of glitches so i have Raiden set to not be able to have uh to get other sims pregnant because he's a robot and i don't think they gave him a robot penis he's, he's not is he a whole robot i thought he was like a hum- i thought he was like a robot cupcake with human filling the only part of him that <laughs> is human is his head uh, like a, like three quarters of his head, like the top really part. So he's like Robocop. Yeah, and yeah, and like I think one of his hands, but that gets like cut off in uh, Revengeance. Oh shoot! So oh, he's thought... he's like oh. rob. He's a robot mostly. Or... Oh, I thought he was yeah. like I thought he was kind of like Jetstream. Sam is actually a guy in a robot like armor suit. And he has like one arm that is mechanical, but everything else is like human. Oh, just so, enhanced by the suit. So he can knock up his wife. Yes. Huh. He, I'm pretty sure, canonically has a penis. 
Uh, and General Armstrong, not General, Senator Armstrong has nanobites. So I guess he would have genitals, but I don't I feel like think he about could, his genitals. I feel, I feel like he could functionally create something to impregnate another person because he has the nanites. Like they could do whatever. They could probably form whatever he needs to have to get someone pregnant. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he probably can have an ever boater because it's just like nano machines constantly right. repairing. Right. He's erectile tissues. I'm shocked how much I know about Metal Gear Solid Revengeance off the top of my head. <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize that I would be able to engage in a conversation about Metal Gear Solid Re- Metal Gear Revenge. I, I literally watched somebody play through that game every week. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I know you're a fan. <laughs> I love but that game. I know. It's a fantastic game. I just didn't realize it because I played it years ago. And I didn't remember how much I retained because I played it and I was like, this is chaos. And I don't even think I didn't like yeah. it at the time because I was being a little shit. But yeah. So, yes, please. Great. I also I added Blade Wolf <laughs> since you've seen my game. But because like the Sims, so the Sims have like occult people. So there's like vampires, there's werewolves. And there's spellcasters, so I just decided that a spellcaster made Blade Wolf into a real dog. So I made like, because it was too hard to try to make a robot dog. I'm good. I'm not that good. So I made him like a dog dog with like some robotic-esque accoutrement. And he lives with Raiden and Raiden's children. Of which he has three now, because first two were glitch babies, uh, because neighborhood story progression just decided to give everybody babies, um, even like his wife shouldn't have gotten pregnant, but she just did, and she had twins, and they're adorable, and I love them. Uh, and then with the new, not the newest, but the growing together expansion pack, you could have artificial insemination. They call it a science baby. So they got to have a non-glitch baby. So now they have a son and he is a toddler now and he has white hair like his dad. So mm. cute. <laughs> this is all This is all this is all so this is wonderful. And I just want every that was kind of the point was I kind of wanted everyone to understand the depths of the potential sim experience that you have available to you. Because um, I realize what happens yeah. is games come out and we kind of blow them off even as games grow. So every once in a while, I like to like come back to games and just kind of have someone who's been there the whole time walk us through in some way or the other how it's grown. And this yeah. is absolutely perfect. And I deeply appreciate you. For I this. feel like the Sim, what you get out of the Sims 4 is what you put into it. Because there are people who be like, oh, this game is so boring. I don't know what to do. It's just like a sandbox, whatever. And I'm like, just say that you're boring like it's and it's okay to to not have it but me my brain i'm spicy like i'm always thinking of weird save files so my newest save file that i'm working on right now is um mortal Kombat, but boring so i'm making all the characters from mortal Kombat that i can think of but they're all like they have mundane jobs <laughs> So I'm making them all in The Sims. Uh, the only one I'm having trouble with is trying to find CC to make uh, 
the Turcottons, but I'll, I'll figure it out. I mean, there are a lot of people who've had, who've made like stuff to make Melina, but uh, not a lot of people make like Baraka with the sword, but I'll find it. I'll figure it out. I'm very I'm excited. I'm very, I'm I'm very I am. I'm excited to see uh, how Baraka and Molina's relationship progresses because I always feel like the Mortal Kombat universe did their relationship dirty. I actually don't love the direction that they went in Mortal Kombat 1. I don't, the mild spoilers for Mortal Kombat 1. I know it, it's not that old, so I don't want to spoil it. Um, Let's fucking spoil that shit. So they made, <laughs> instead of Tarkatans being a people, it's now a disease. Ugh, I hate it here. Fuck them. Yeah, so uh, Liu Kang basically had a chance to make the Earth and have it be, like, peaceful. So in the new timeline that Liu Kang makes, Mortal Kombat is, like, a misnomer because nobody's ever died in a Mortal Kombat tournament. Which, wild choice. Fucking boring. Yeah, and he made it so that Melina and Katana get to, like, grow up and be sisters and, like, love each other, which is great. Okay, um, I don't hate that. Okay, Liu Kang, I see what you're doing. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> Melina, still being coded as, like, the bad sister, you could tell because she's a lesbian. Uh, oh, no, not a lesbian. Wait, Out on town, hotting and thotting, and do it. it the Tarkatan disease. No, they made it an and, STD. And that is when, yeah. Well, it's not an STD, but like she gets it. Uh, and so they kind of do this like weird, like maybe it's because I do like advocacy for HIV AIDS. I'm, I'm seeing that's the only parallel I could see where they're like, that's what I, you can't Jayla, I criminalize a disease, which is like the point of the Tarkatan story. It just, but I'm just like, Oh, people with, you know, uh, HIV AIDS don't have swords coming out of them. So, like, it's, you know, it's, I have complex feelings on that narrative direction that they decided to go. It doesn't, doesn't make me feel great. I also don't like how they treated the combat kids, characters that I actually really liked uh, and feel like they, in better hands, could have been really great characters. They um they did the thing where they they just kind of like they have they're funny. Th so they have all these story bits and I would feel a different way if they didn't just fucking take the toy box and just fill it with LSD because by the end of it, they established that all Mortal Kombat is all canon, all of it. Yeah. Any instant you've ever Every known, everything you've hit. ever, yeah. any interaction you've had with Mortal Kombat is canon. So it's fine. It's the most chaotic shit, but the best thing to do for a fighting game, I've, a fighting game story I've ever seen, where it's like, because I was the same. I was like, this story is a little weird. Why is this a disease now? And why are they banishing all these people? And the only people, the only person doing research is Shang Tsung. That's not good. Anywho. Um, but then they were like, yeah, fuck it. It's all fine. The characters you remember exist somewhere and we can call upon them at any moment. They're all fighting somebody. And now that all the tall, the doors, all the timelines have been kicked open. So it's absolute chaos from here for the next four years of DLC. Have fun and story. I was like, all right, well, 
That's chaotic. Yeah. That's insane. That's unhinged. Which, it's appropriate. And I'm you know, <laughs> I, I, I really, I feel as much as like I've been a lifelong Mortal Kombat fan um, since I snuck into the arcade to play it when they wouldn't let me in. Um, Bitchy. I kind of feel like they need to stick to the next step of the story and have the ball stick with it. Mm, it's a fighting game. Mm-mm. I mean, I know, but, so, but I am a slag for for lore, and I, now I, I feel like this, whatever whatever goes, I feel like now, if you're a fan, what like where 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 do you attack? So, like, so at some point, like you have a story, and you keep rotating characters out because of the story at some point you need to draw the line somewhere mortal kombat's been around for decades it's like tekken at some point you have to say fuck it it's the same problem tekken has characters are being rotated out for narrative purposes 30 years after the fact please stop (laughs) just have it i'm sorry i hear you but like at the end of the day, we need to fill the character select screen with niggas. Yeah, but I kind of feel like you could still do that and then have the established lore not be helter skelter, whatever catches. You know, I mean, like, there was. Already, I feel it's like an undisciplined way of storytelling. They've already kind of the thing about it is they already disregarded a Mortal Kombat. Um, they were like Mortal Kombat was it nine, ten, and eleven? Was it where they disregarded like the story from like I think it's like the three D ones where like yes, they introduced it. but they like I feel like that was a good choice because the three D era was the nadir of Mortal Kombat lore st- storytelling, and now with Mortal Kombat one, it's like they 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 took two steps forward, and now I feel like taking three steps back because they're trying to like redeem. The, the the chat and the 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 really like bad parts of it uh and i don't think you have to i think that's the best part of having genre fiction is you know if you like the 1998 comic book that like 28 people read sure that that could be your canon that's fine but i feel like to say it's all canon <laughs> yeah i makes it very hard because like where do they go from here anywhere literally anywhere uh the thing i have a i have a moral opposition against having um things destroyed like that like i just it's always been a it's a like i realize that that's kind of a thing i don't i I am not a huge fan of having um canon destroyed in the middle of it because they never really finished anything it was just bad and they were like ah this is bad fuck it some people kind of liked it and it's Mortal Kombat, so like, you know what I mean. If there was ever bad, bad, bad lore to linger on, it would be that. So like, if I they... just need them to like let Liu Kang live for fucking one. That's all I want. He's alive. He's got that, no, 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 no. Was alive for let a me, majority. Let of me lore. rephrase. That man is canonically supposed to be a badass. Why the fuck is he folding all the time? Oh, he's not. He's not. He's putting the paws on people in Mortal Kombat One. You'd be surprised. Well, yeah. that's why I said they need to let him. Let like, him. I, let him I, be. I also like found something like very poetically beautiful in the fact that like, uh, 
with the revenants they were like happier dead like katana kind of had a glow up as a dead chick because she's like she had her mama she had her man she was vibing was she dead sure but i i, I don't know there's something about it i was like you know that's true Liu kang himself he seemed a little bit less hesitant as a character when he was dead yeah he just he just, like, put the paws on people he he's a powerhouse but he was always a little too yet he, he didn't have the mental for the amount of power that he wielded except when he was dead then he knew what to yeah. do <laughs> pretty knew, much he knew like do, so uh and i i also thought you know that was when they used to make bold narrative choices that guy who is like the special well i guess he's not so much special he's a zombie now he freaking died <laughs> like that i respected when mortal kombat had the balls to make those choices i mean isn't this isn't this ballsy i mean i feel like it's not you, because you, you're it's, just it's, refusing it's, to make a choice it's challenging it's, it's, everybody gets it yeah it's challenging you to pay attention to all the mortal kombat lore ever and there's a shit ton of it it's a challenge yeah i know because i am the neurotypically spicy person that paid attention to yes yes but the rest of us we skip big chunks of it now it's on us listen the amount of people who were looking up who the fuck is havoc or darius you know who havoc and darius are the top right and i have to say like i was not i was pretty okay with havoc not being in world (laughs) like i feel like he's my limit Uh, like he's just gross like i just he makes me havoc yeah havoc is havoc Havoc is disgusting he's He's awful and the soundscape is so perfect i hate it Escape it's is so like gross. i feel like if i was playing online and my opponent i saw their havoc i'm quitting like no i don't want to like bro. unless you could have it so i could say i do not ever want to see havoc on my screen havoc. i'm not he's, playing online matches he sounds like a meat lover's pizza doing martial arts and it is fucking disgusting <laughs> my fucking god i like the boat like uh he's uh i just hate, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great and he's I, a great character he is superb and he's disgusting i love it and that's what i mean i had to go dig up who the fuck havoc was i had to go look up several i looked up at least two hours of who the fuck havoc was now i gotta read comics yeah see i just i just know it <laughs> <laughs> for several years mortal Kombat was my special fixation Oh, I see why Please you don't, don't like it because you oh, oh, this is not a challenge to you at all. You already know everything, every single thing that they're referencing because it's like seemed like it's an open challenge to people who skip some of the shit. Because I had to look up um um there's uh one of the demons or oh, the demon faction from Chaos Realm. I had to look up because I missed yeah. all that. Serena them right. I had to look all that up. I was I I, I had to go back and look up a uh, Mortal Kombat four lore. Um, a little not bit just more that, lore. but the um uh into the the live action serial. Yes, also had that faction. Yes, and they actually gave somebody the costume of them in that uh, live action <laughs> series, which I love because like that series does not get any acknowledgement. People really used to pretend that never happened, and it did. I was there, and I had to wake up at six in the morning to I watch like it. The, I, I like the show. <laughs> I lo- I love those serialized shows that are just terrible based on things that we love dearly. Oh, 
Those are perfect. That's a perfect programming. I love that show. I don't. I will not hear anybody talk shit about that show. Thank like, you. It was. It was legit. Like I feel like if we could enjoy non-ironically Xena Warrior Princess, why can't thank you? Right. Thank enjoy you. the Mortal yeah. Kombat live action. Like it was good. It was good programming. It, it was entertaining, and there was combat. It was and, high and camp it was with mortal. combat. Exactly. It was- High camp. Yeah. Um people people are just ungrateful. They don't know what they they don't they don't know what they're missing. I think that ungrateful that's ungrateful bitches. I think that's why I like it so much is because there's such a because Mortal Kombat story got good over the past decade or so. But there's a big chunk of time where it was absolute nonsense, but it still had value. We were just too busy demanding serious Mortal Kombat. Like Mortal Kombat was high literature to begin with. So now for them to turn around and be like, that also counts. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can see that. But the thing is, I don't, I do think that there are elements, even from the lowest point of Mortal yes. Kombat lore, that was interesting. I agree. If you look at um, the comic book that like fleshed out Mortal Kombat 10, like it explored some characters, like it brought characters back from like the old, um, malibu comic run which were really dumb but like you could still take those characters and i guess like i don't want to say redeem them but they can be used right well yes all 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 characters are effectively tools in a sandbox if not this one then the next one so i totally understand what you're saying yeah i guess i guess i feel like it is um like a cop out so they don't have to make the hard decision of saying this is uh you, you know because i mean everybody is used to the concept of like multiverses like every normie on the street can get that concept now but even in the best of them you know dc has their earth one marvel has their 616 like we know what is like the hierarchy of lore and what is like well, well I assume canon with a capital C. Well I assume that um the current Mortal Kombat one world where Liu King is the thunder and is the god of thunder and fire is our Earth One. Like I assume that isn't like that isn't that the baseline and then we can just like I assume the story that we'll we'll continue hearing is about Liu King from um Earth One. It's just letting you know that um, the Mortal Kombat TV show you watched also has value, and you're good, and you're a good bean. You're a good egg. Thanks for watching. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's an, it's almost like an act of it's almost like a general acknowledgement of things because, like I said, when you when you watch these things, the um when they're not good and you still watch, they get destroyed in the middle of it, and people are like, "Yeah, good riddance to that trash. Mortal Kombat sucks." And you're sitting there like, I don't think it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting pwned out and everyone's cheering and everything. And, and it's I always think it's like a, it's like a it's like a nudge. It's like a wink to the people yeah. in the back who still have episodes of Mortal the Mortal Kombat TV show on their in their Dropbox, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. we, we but I do you. feel like they make it known what they value and what they don't. Like the the people who made Mortal Kombat one definitely are 
fans of the 3D era that feel much maligned. Yes. And hated the Combat Kid era, which I feel is wrong. And I would fight them in a Burger King bathroom. I agree. Not a Burger King bathroom. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I've actually seen that. That's real. I've seen two people fight and it spill out of a Burger King bathroom in San Francisco. Like, that was legit. Like, that was like that scene in Kill Bill where the two ladies were fighting each other in a trailer. Like, it was fucking serious. I don't know what the disagreement was. Like, I understand you broke, you broke that, that metaphor out, but it was spot yeah. on to personal experience. You wouldn't have known, but now you know. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's because I have such a gripe because I feel like when they had the combat kids, they were definitely, they had a very solid vision of like progression Mm -hmm. of this story. And I feel like, especially the way they treated these characters, when you do see them, the flash in the pan that you do see them, um, it is to say, oh yeah, I mean, like that was dumb, these this new generation. We don't need to grow. We're gonna have this story that circles the drain for fucking ever. And I feel like that is bad storytelling. <laughs> like, I mean, unless, hey, maybe Mortal Kombat 12, they explore what it's like to be fighting in a world where it doesn't mean anything because it just keeps on happening and happening and happening, and they are literally in some kind of Sisyphean uh, purgatory. But um, I highly doubt that. I mean, I thought that was what they were they were hinting at at the end of the game, was the fact that they will just be, in fact, fighting forever because everyone fought and they had this big war. And all that was discovered was that um, Liu Kang um, and Shang Tsung, two apparent morons, didn't realize that there were millions of other timelines in existence in parallel with their own. Did not notice. No one noticed. And at the end of all this fighting, here comes Havoc, his meat lover pizza himself, um, coming down the stairs like, oh, this looks like a perfect opportunity for further evil. <laughs> Let's partake. And they're just going to keep fighting forever. And now there's just going to be different people they can introduce to the timeline because they can literally pull people out of their living room while they're doing stuff into this current timeline. Yeah, I oh my God, just- there's going to be like 18 Molinas. Listen, there at the end of the at the end of that game there were at the end of the game a lot of different variants of Mortal Kombat characters um collided with a lot of different variants of Mortal Kombat yeah, characters. We had Joni Cage. Yes, Joni <laughs> Cage, it. yes. They had um Thunder God Kung Lao, which is my favorite. <laughs> wow. Thunder God Kung Lao was, was was my I'm a Kung Lao fan that made me happy. <laughs> just to see him on the screen for a little bit. So yeah, I, I would just love a uh Mortal Kombat main game where Jackie Briggs uh, gets to exist. Oh, I like without, the you know, because like if if you look at all the games that, where she gets to be in, her ending for uh, Mortal Kombat uh, Eleven was basically I'm gonna erase myself from time because it'll make other people happy because I'm written by people. Who have never spoken to a black woman. <laughs> I agree with you. I, for the record, I do like the combat kid concepts, and I'm not, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of the story of Mortal Kombat 1 because it does circle the drain. So when they just opened up the door in the timeline, I was like, oh, this is a oh, this is an avenue for absolute chaos. I see what you did here. Okay, cool. Um, fine. 
Okay, like I don't agree. I'm with you. I actually prefer the a cast of Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. I do, but um, I like I said, if they if this this is if you're gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna do do something chaotic, then like I said, then make it big. Yeah. <laughs> and in so and then, I just think it's it's convenient that the like nonconformist woman the black woman, the gay guy. Uh, those are the three characters that are like, oh, we're never going to use them again. Well, what? I don't understand. How are they not? Well, I I, I feel what... like the way they're presented, like, unless they're going to come up and be maybe cameo characters, something like that, I, mean, like, they could just I don't be, I feel mean, like yeah, they're going to be using them anymore. I mean, they could just be characters that come up. Like, I don't, like I said, that that's the nature of the timeline. They'll definitely be back. That's the thing. It, it seems like the canon is not guided. The canon, that was the point of the story. It almost seemed like the canon is no longer guiding who you're going to see in this game. You will see whomever, whenever, and you'll have to pay for it. <laughs> you're yeah. going to have to pay for I it. I feel like they it. made you play through this, like, six-hour story to explain something that no fighting game ever needed to explain. Like, we never thought like well, well how could you fight yourself well, like nobody ever gave a shit so what so what happens is you know what happens in a lot of weird fighting games is like so so sometimes you get fighting games where the the whoever is responsible creatively overthinks it like remember soul caliber 5 where they yeah. swapped out every hey. no, no 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 that game doesn't exist it i fucking literally blocked exists. it out of my uh, bacon bacon we need have, to talk about soul caliber 5 nigga i have achievements for that game I do not remember. That. I like. Uh, I keep confusing it. Like I keep thinking, oh, more. Oh, so Caliber Six exists. Like I don't. Aaron, the way my mind blocked out five. So, <laughs> right, and because they they overthought the concept of time in these narratives so hard that they swapped out eighty percent of their known cast for um, anime tropes and just second tier replacements. They overthought it. And it's like, and you have some things, I guess, like sometimes Tekken will do this where it's just like a character is like 74 and looks great. And I think somewhere in there's like, they're ha like I think they're trying to, they're trying to reasonably address now that we accept the idea of the multiverse as a community, as a global community, you say multiverse, you say Earth 2, you say Earth 3, we go cool and we just keep it moving. Now they're finally, now that we're ready they're trying to do the thing where fighting games exist in a multiverse, so all of the characters exist concurrently. And it's so weird with Soul Calibur because Soul Calibur already had that written into the narrative, and then I don't know what they did with five. Yeah. Um, the Soul but it had a cool character creator. It did. It had a great character creator, and absolutely the worst yeah. cast of characters. Um, yeah, because I always played with my custom characters. I never played with the roster. No, the roster was awful. But they overthought it. They were like, all right, time passed, so then the characters must change. And that's not necessarily Except we're going to keep Killick, because he's going to be the weapon master now. Right. Which is it's weird. Very because, strange. Like, Killick never showed that he had any inkling toward any other weapon, so why would he suddenly be the weapons master, even right. though he's older? It just was weird. Killick yeah. is a himbo. Yeah, like, but now he they're casting him as, like, the wizened old weapons master. I'm like, this... Right. Choices were made. Right. So, and, and Somebody just really likes Keelik. Right. And it happens often. You know, Tekken had, had to reconcile with this where they swapped out characters. And then now they live in a world. They had to have um 
a few games where the characters existed simultaneously. So it's like Michelle existed and her daughter existed in the same world, and they were like kind of like five years old apart from each other, maybe ten. So you know, it, okay. I think since we're now open to the idea, Mortal Kombat was just like fuck it. It's a multiverse. Everything's on the table. Took your toy box, turned it upside down. <laughs> told you to go to town. So, you know, it I see what you're saying though. I do agree. I think the previous story is superior and the world that they built is superior, but in terms of like addressing the fighting game question, which may or because some people do think it needs to be like I've I've read articles where some people really feel strongly about fighting game stories not changing. Like then, you know, and some people don't care at all. So, I think I, I think Mortal Kombat took a good hard swing at it and want the chaos realm route of just having yeah. everything being on the I table. Mean, you would think that like me and my very sad history of writing Mortal Kombat fan fiction uh, would be very happy that like if that's canon, everything's canon kind of approach, but then it's kind of like I, I guess the the writer in me is is like but now what are the stakes you know uh, everything like narratively everything because like no matter what havoc and his absolutely disgusting sounds <laughs> have in store for us for this dlc i kind of feel like and then what are the stakes because like in some other universe you're just gonna pull somebody else that like already fixed the problem to come and fix the problem here because you could just do this plug and play with everybody like well, I assume you can it just destroy feels like musical chairs. You, know, you can destroy a timeline. So I think at some point you can get into the you can figure out how to quickly destroy timelines. So the, the, the what's at stake are the timelines. They did establish that they can be destroyed and rather easily by firing mind bullets at some clock or whatever that represents the timeline in one place. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it it, it can, there is the, the multiple timelines are at stake. Yeah, I just, I'm not looking forward to the DLC that is Havoc-focused. I know <laughs> that somebody had such a hard-on for the 3D era, and specifically Havoc, but I think there is a very good reason why he just stopped showing up, and everybody was better for it. Well, they did the thing, you, you, it's hard to, like, they did the thing where they established that he can't die at all, so it's like, all right, having a villain that can't really be harmed and can't die... Like they're just gonna Patty wind up putting his head in a jar like they did in the comics, and it's just not. Yeah. It's 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 a little limiting. So I totally understand your concern, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's also like Mortal Kombat exists with the same rules as like comic books, where like, oh no, Wolverine's dead. He's covered in adamantium, and then like, yeah, but he got better a year later, like. <laughs> I mean, that's what we've kind of understood, like Mortal Kombat fatalities and stuff are apparently not fatal. <laughs> Unless they are, but they aren't until they are, but sometimes they are and are not. And yeah. Well, so. Uh, I, I guess for um, the, the hyper-focused fan of Mortal Kombat, I'm, I'm having a hard time adjusting. Oh yeah, no, 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 it's chaos. That just like, might be the tism, and oh. I'm going to yeah, no, it is. I'm gonna concede. No, no, that it's a, it, could, it could just be me. 
Oh no, no, no. You're not wrong. It's like it it, it was a very bold it was all I only thing I say is that you say it wasn't a bold choice and I say it was very bold, except now it's triggered several brain buttons that you do not want to have pressed by your favorite thing. <laughs> so yes. I, I totally understand if they have not accidentally pressed the wrong buttons. And now Mortal Kombat does not taste the same as it did six months ago. <laughs> I was about to say it could be the tism, but that doesn't mean the tism is wrong. Right. <laughs> Right. It's, it's, it definitely feels like I've prepared my favorite meal and then I walked out of the room and then somebody warmed it up in the microwave and now the texture's wrong. Yes. It's totally. It's a little, rub, <laughs> little rubbery Mortal Kombat now. A little too hot, a little too rubbery. Can't taste the season. I to I get it. I do. I totally understand. <laughs> and and I'm usually somebody who's like, you know what? You can always just like recess into your mind palace, whatever canon that you want. But I guess it just bothers me that now there is no established canon with a yes. capital C. Yes, it's all. And I know that is that is such a me problem. Oh no! Listen, they, it's no, it's true. I I totally understand. It, it there's no there's no structure to the narrative at all anymore. There's no there's no place to look up to, and there's no place to retreat to. Everything is valid, so nothing is valid. Which again, this rubbery, seasonless, microwaved Mortal Kombat you now have. <laughs> But you know what? Maybe there is like they said, what a year at least of DLC plan for it, because like the DSC that has been promised, like we're not seeing Homelander until like almost end of year twenty twenty four. So I know there's going to be like a story DLC, yeah, in time for that. So maybe I will, I will be avenged. <laughs> Listen, let's keep an eye out. Let's keep an eye out for comics and cartoons and stuff. So, you know, maybe they'll help square it up for you. Yeah, I wonder uh, if they will ever put Cole from the Mortal Kombat movies that everybody kind of just politely decided to ignore. I love him. He is so bland. And I love how the entire movie, he just gets his ass roasted. Like he... I feel like if they're gonna add a character, she could add his wife because she was way more memorable and like had more character moments than he did. Yes, that's because he was a he was a placeholder, a placeholder of garbage, right. and I loved he, it. He was yeah, he was the audience for the audience's role in the movie because you know we too we connect too deeply to all the iconic Mortal Kombat characters, so we need a placeholder to then watch the movie through the eyes of someone we have no connection to. So. In enter Cole, who needs to be in the game as the most bland character possible. Like he just needs to have the most bland move set. Yeah, though they made <clears throat> uh, um a uh, blind Sam sword. Kenshi. Yes. They made his character model look like great value Cole. Well, great value Cole like, is great value in and of himself. So is it like is it like greater value Cole or like, I've had so many people ask me if that is him, if that's supposed to be him. And I'm like, no, that's no. A, an established character. They just changed the model. Um, it's not supposed to be him. And, like, so many people were confused. <laughs> That'd be cool. So then, so then Cole could be even more bland when they put him in the game? I'm here for it. What, what, what's weird is, like, I would love to play a character that uses his weapon. Huh. Like, I would love to see like what move set that they make with that. 
um, because uh, speaking of SoCal, where Talim uses something very similar and yeah. one of my favorites. So I'm like, I would love to see that in a Mortal Kombat game, but I don't want him because <laughs> he sucks so hard. He needs to be in there because he needs to at least be a cameo character because he sucks. Yeah. He does. And I, I need the announcer I love, to go. I, need the I love that go on. everybody has a cutie mark in that universe. And I really want that to be addressed by all like the main Mortal Kombat people who are like, what? We don't have those. <laughs> you believe <laughs> in friendship mark? hard enough? And, yeah. Like, because in the Mortal Kombat movie, like Sonya, her whole like narrative is about her getting the Mortal Kombat mark to be chosen. Which kind of just sounds to me like My Little Ponies and their cutie marks. <laughs> Nadella, I love you. <laughs> Forever. I mean, narratively, it serves the exact same purpose. Uh, I mean, you're not incorrect. But I'm here for everybody realizing that now. I feel like the writing was on the wall. Like, I'm, I'm not crazy. <laughs> drawing that parallel am i no okay good but i mean, i would but also because I've, I've got old school anime brain my brain immediately went cutie honey and i'm like excuse me <laughs> uh, that song's gonna be stuck in my head now no you're welcome you it? it's so good though uh, what is the top 10 best anime songs it fighting? is it's, it's so good but so it'll be in there for weeks all right. I kind of wish if we're going to have votes for um, guest characters in Mortal Kombat, they, they don't do such obvious choices. I feel like the characters that they're trying to get us hyped for are very on the nose. Also, I feel like Homelander shouldn't be picked. Omni-Man, yes. Homelander, no. Um. I feel like Homelander has done the rounds. He's in Call of Duty as well. Like this just it's we just, see he makes more sense. He does make sense Call in Call of Duty. Duty. It also makes sense that he would use a gun just for cruelty's sake. Yeah, <laughs> he would use a gun just because a gun hurts more. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, uh, like he that makes sense. But like, I kind of feel like putting him with the Mortal Kombat characters is kind of like having a death battle between a coughing baby and an atomic bomb. Like he he's very low tier if we really think about it because he doesn't really do combat he's just the strongest guy around like his suit is padded like he doesn't ha like even have real muscles so like it's weird but I wanted I wish I could have like like Devil Man like that would be a cool oh, combat cool. guest character that would be cool. Uh, Actually, or if you're doing like the horror like get schlockier with it like give me victor crowley hmm. not crowley from hatchet no <laughs> no no uh, I mean, the iconic we're running out of horror icons to, to add in this game so like they can't all be winners Give me some, give me some schlocky ones. Oh, Megan, the doll. I'm waiting for you Megan. Don't feel the bad. Doll. I'm waiting for Megan the doll to appear. Mortal Kombat would be perfect for Megan the death, death, the murder doll. 
hundred percent perfect for her. Uh, also, imagine because that they had Farrah Tor in this one. She could be like a skin for Farrah. Oh God. There would be. Uh, they would have. To make I think Megan... about Mortal Kombat far too much. Listen, Is Mortal Kombat, my Roman Empire. Like, oh my God! No, <laughs> you're, not bringing, you're not bringing this to the I refuse. <laughs> putting my foot down. Yeah, we're gonna have to shut it down. <laughs> I know we've reached. We've now reached peak Mortal Kombat I think discussion. You broke me. Yeah, we've now reached. We're done. I'm ending you know, the show. You know I'm what it is? Out. I need my. I need my mutiny pizza. Fuck this. Also, our Patreon, please. Uh, Patreon.com backslash on Friday. I think the problem was is I don't think anyone's ever let you talk about Mortal Kombat with no leash before. Because I'll bring this back. By the way, <laughs> I like Mortal Kombat, I, but I'm here for the. I'm here for the. I didn't know I had the Mortal Kombat connoisseur <laughs> slash historian on staff. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. Let's, no, I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, Jayla wrote Mortal Kombat fan, fan fiction. Fan fiction. Please don't look for it. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Sorry, you, you opened up the can of worms. I'm we, going in. We are returning to Mortal Kombat fiction discussions. We are <laughs> returning to it. I'm going to dig up that old show, and we are going to watch that old show. I stand by that. About your AO3. It was not an AO3. (laughs) Can't find it. It's on a blogger, and I'm not going to tell where you can find it. Oh, it's on a blogger? Got it. (laughs) You're not going to find it. It's so buried. Um, But yes, we have. Internet may I may may stop me temporarily, but I will find it. We have a Patreon. (laughs) We also have a Mortal Kombat historian now added to the staff live on the air, which is more reason to hop on the Patreon and support us as we will have Patreon Mortal Kombat content. I'm only half joking because there's a very... I will totally have my Mortal Kombat Sims when I'm finished with them so you can download them on the Patreon. Listen, you... your, Your joy at... Your joy at talking about Mortal Kombat has now set everything in motion and i i want you to be happy i always have and i will continue to do so so we will now forge a place much like justin and one piece for Najela and mortal Kombat. it is written so it will be so my favorite thing is is we came here to talk about the sims and it actually ended up being about mortal Kombat, and i think that's the funniest shit ever all right guys thank you guys for listening unmedicated adhd let's go Woo! if you want to see my sims on the gallery i am blasian bitch there bitch with a y have a pleasure guys that bitch with a y how do you spell it <laughs> one more thing um we actually um forgot to discuss about um discussed new- net neutrality on the previous episode of ADD space and i didn't want to just give it five minutes at the end of the episode on our way out the door because it's actually a rather important thing and uh, we wanted to give it its own proper amount of time to properly flesh it out with our own jailery who actually had several tabs and much research prepared to do some hard journalism well not hard journalism like stiff hard throbbing journalism Softcore journalism. It's like softcore journalism. I was journalism. turgid with information. I mean, turgid. 
I mean, will you turn? All right, so it's hard, like hard erect, engorged journalism. Does is the vein popping out of the journalism? Yeah, the vein Target with out. truth. Okay, so it's like erect journalism. So, mm-hmm. Angela, please enlighten us. So, before I start, do you guys know what the concept of net neutrality is? No, explain things like I've never heard of anything in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. So, the concept of net neutrality is basically making sure that everything can be accessible on the internet equally. So, ISPs can't decide uh, if they will throttle your internet because you're accessing certain sites or information. What about if you're trying to overthrow the government? Um... So I would guess the government could still seize your website if you're um, doing a terrorism or selling counterfeit goods. That is something that they could still do. But uh, the FCC is actually supposed to be meeting on October 19th to vote on reclassification of uh, internet, broadband internet access. Oh, so they so, still meet up? Yes. <laughs> it's they, been so long. Yeah, I know. So the big, uh, hopefully, uh, what will come of this is reclassification of uh, broadband internet as a Title II um, entity will make it a service like a public service. Like a so, public service service? Like we won't yes. the, there might be in the future we will not be beholden to Comcast. Yeah. So because if please broadband is a title two telecommunication service, um it then will give the SCC um uh, they're basically going to be able to regulate it far differently than they were before. And they will be able to cement net neutrality. And okay. what's really great about this is if they vote to reclassify, um, it will change not just how the internet is uh, seen, but how it can be distributed because it becomes public service. So it's going to be like electricity. It's going to be like... Which means you can't zone the bitch? Yes. They can't, and they can't, <laughs> ar- they can't arbitrarily throttle us? I mean, uh, in the best case scenario, that would be the case, Yes. But, of course, they would have to have this vote on the 19th to reclassify it. And then after that reclassification, um, under the Communications Act of 1934, um, that would change how lawmakers would approach the Internet. So it but it will be the end to the quote unquote wild wild west days of the internet but those have been far gone anyway uh but 
it will be access won't be at the hands of ISPs only. There will probably be like a public offering option. So it'll be like government internet? Well, not just government internet, Battle but public utilities internet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this could all start as soon as 2024 if the vote goes to reclassify. But okay, so what's the likelihood of it to be reclassified? Because the FTC is really great for doing things that we don't want it to do. Um, or its job. Or anything helpful. I don't want to say. Because <laughs> I don't want to. Um... You're, you're not on a hook. This is just like best guess predictions with there's margins of error. Well, because I feel like people aren't really paying attention to this vote, like I have not seen nary a news story or anything like that. Nobody is is trying to cut their teeth in um, making this, you know, discourse. Uh, I hope that it will go through and it will be reclassified. Usually the biggest stumbling block is somebody trying to make a name for themselves going, I'm thinking of the children, so we must take away like access to the internet so since those people aren't rattling their sabers about it publicly i'm gonna hope that they don't have lobbyists trying to take away net neutrality i was gonna say are, are is it because they might be too preoccupied with the trans epidemic yes uh not that uh you know uh bigots don't realize that uh being able to throttle internet um, can be done this way, but I think what they're doing, uh, they're they put all their their ponies in the age verification stable, where now the um, internet is going to be put where um, you know certain things are classified as for adults, um, and who gets to classify something as pornographic or not uh, is never written in stone, so. I, I, I kind of, we could get net neutrality, but then you'll have places, uh, there are certain states now where you can't access Pornhub because they decided that they don't want it in their state and now that is blocked. <laughs> that doesn't sound neutral at all. Can you do that? Yeah. I mean, yes, they can. I mean, clearly they did. <laughs> but I mean, like, are they legal? Like, is this like, is this one of those things where they're just like, we are legally doing this? I mean, because if you have a, um, they didn't ban circumventing it. But so if you have, you know, a VPN, a VPN, yeah, you can still access this, but they're just doing whatever they can to put a roadblock between people accessing um, explicit material. But my issue is what will be considered explicit material? Because more and more, um, you know, uh, we're seeing it with libraries where books that are just about gay people existing and black people existing are seen as explicit and being taken down. Uh, and because porn and 
internet, uh, you know, shock sites that they're such easy targets for age verification. Uh, it, uh, it, I just see it as so, e it's not crazy to say that you soon will need to verify your age and give a website all of your information so you can see what, what's up with top surgery. Like, I don't super trust. Uh, oh, no, because the gays are about sex. Like, remember, if gender is sex, sexuality is sex, even though, like, I'm asexual. That's not, like, huh. what we do. But I'm sex, apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's how they classify it. They're like, this is sex and this is sex. We must protect. Well, it's sex. it's the wrong sex. <laughs> it's well, deviant I, sex. I, I mean, yes, deviant sex. But deviant means everybody not white evangelical and in a, in a, in a relationship. Although yes. we were talking about this earlier. They have their own brand of porn and um, <laughs> gets extra spicy. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, do I think this, uh, vote is going to guarantee a free internet? No, but I think it will, uh, it's closer. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bless you. Freedom of choice over which, uh, company that we get to do our age verification through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I. I sound jaded, but like I'm actually very excited about that. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe that will put, maybe that will finally make Google put the fiber, like actually make fiber available in my neighborhood. The cables are already there. I mean, oh yeah, um, I'm, there's a whole infrastructure of fiber optic internet that most Americans do not get to access just because they decided to cut up the country and say, oh, you get internet here, but we're going to get internet here and we're going to make sure the prices uh, just stay super expensive because we can, because there's nothing to challenge us. So that can be um, addressed by this. It will not address censorship. <laughs> Right. No, censorship is an entirely different issue that's going to be going through the courts and Congress and the courts and Congress and courts and Congress yeah. and, uh, yes, uh, elections. Vote, people. Please fucking vote for the love of yes. fucking God. Um, also, call your representatives. Call your representatives. And if you don't want to call your res representatives, there are services where you can have somebody contact your representatives for you, taking out that entire bit of it legitimate services that are like cool add your name to this form that's already filled out yeah we will call for you <laughs> it is our job to harass politicians please yeah so uh, so I feel like I'm like, woohoo, this is great. Great opportunity. Won't solve all our problems or most of them. But like you won't have to be like, uh, I would have to pay extra to access streaming apps on, well, on my internet. Well, al also when it comes to public utilities, there's also um, 
there's financial there's there's financial assistance for public utilities. So if you are having issues paying your internet bill with it becoming a public utility, you will also gain access to resources to pay your internet bill, to keep your internet on. Hopefully. <laughs> Listen, it actually it, it will make it so that even if the like even if it's not a government service, charities can do it much more yes. easily. Um, yes. and um, you know and, they're probably going to be like affordable options like yes. how we have um, that senior um, cell phone service that's like $10 a month uh, are the be, phones good? No but uh, they work <laughs> there's actually a thing because of the pandemic that actually hasn't gone away yet where you can get credit off of um, certain services so like you can get a discount. Like I ha I get like a thirty dollar discount on my internet bill because I am the poor's and through the pandemic. And so there's like actually stuff like that that hasn't gone away yet. Listen, one thing is is when you have time and no money, you get really good at finding all re all the resources. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I hate it here. You're you're better than I. I'm poor and just going. Uh. Uh, it's the anxiety. What happens is is I get super anxious, and in order to stop the anxiety, I need to do a thing. And so, if I'm able to do a thing that feels like it has like even an ounce of meaning, it takes the anxiety from like a fifteen to like a nine. Ah, uh, I just play The Sims. Uh. I do hardcore high-end rating. That's my other bit. Yeah, we got to do that with other people. I don't have to talk to them. Huh. If I know the fight, I can just vibe to music and uh, do my shit. Love it. All right, then. No, I don't got to talk to nobody. <laughs> I may be in a party of seven people, but am I, I, I and I, am will I am I shit talking them in my mic? Can they hear me? No, because the game has no in mic option, which is a blessing. I don't want it to have an in mic option. Like I don't want to sound like an old person yelling at a cloud, but I feel like allowing us to talk to each other in video games was a mistake. Oh, it was an absolute mistake. I I am a firm believer that they this that they made a conscious decision not to allow in voice option in Final Fantasy fourteen because they did not want to moderate that shit. They've actually included like Discord harassment, like they've included harassment outside of the game as against TOS, and will actually like ban people over it. But I think they made a specific conscious effort, be, like conscious decision to be like, no, bitches can't be trusted. In the ranked PvP, you can't even use the chat. You just have like buttons, pre like like macro buttons for like, hello, thank you, push the crystal, nice job, good match. And people still find a way to be toxic with that, by the way. How? So if you uh, die, they'll say nice job. Uh, yeah. Well, it's more sarcastic than toxic. 
Uh, not when they hit it 16 times. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that is actually. That's, really, that's really fucking annoying. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. They they yeah. also removed your ability to mark people. <laughs> because there's like one that says target to ignore, and then people would just start putting that on teammates and not enemies. Oh, humanity. You can they, and they allowed some of the marks to like they they like change what mark like what ways you can mark the other team like available, um, and then they also made it they're like you cannot mark people on your team. They're like that is a bannable offense, and they started aggressively banning. It was fucking hysterical. I'm like I'm like, y'all need to get off the internet. See, that's Maybe why I just like a single player experience. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm city skylines, The Sims, Skyrim. Like games that I don't have to talk to other people. I, like, I excel. I do like playing multiplayer games where I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't even like I, playing multi-game player games where I have to see other people running around now. Like I've reached that age. Like oh no! I just pretend they don't aren't real. I I can't even. Do that. They're like that's an NPC. Because the AI is just really bad. Yeah, no. I, I know. Like, if I find people that I actually want to interact with, like we'll be in a Discord where we are all playing The Sims, but together, so we could see other people's screens, they could see mine. But like, I'm playing The Sims, and we could like maybe talk. But I mean, I, I they're not messing with my game. I'm not messing with theirs. But like, if I'm doing something cool, I can be like, "Hey, look, my sim is getting sturdy or something stupid," and that that is my level of interaction I want. I have a whole Final Fantasy XIV Discord. <laughs> Although I did just clear an ultimate raid, and that was with people. But I like those people. They're all friends. Yeah, like I have a lot of friends that play like Phasmophobia and uh, Overwatch and I just feel like they never sound happy when they're playing it because <laughs> other people are annoying. <laughs> so I feel like why I don't want to invite that. I don't want that much stress. Oh, no, you're valid. I'm mostly chill. I, I don't get tilted very often. Yeah, um. like I enjoy games, but I'm I'm very cognizant that I am not good at them. Uh, my my hands are ravaged uh, by overuse and age, so like I'm I'm not mashing them buttons like I used to, and I'm not trying to stress myself. So I'm not being in any more uh, fighting game tournaments. I'm not uh, trying to be on anybody's team where they're gonna be like, "Hey, man." No more DPS. Stop spamming that. I'm like, I, my hands twitch now, so I'm not trying to spam anything. Oh no, it's a, uh, it's all fine for me. I, uh, I just, I just enjoy my playing. My, I enjoy playing the game with my friends. And uh, when stuff starts getting heated, I'm like, okay, it's time to queue down. And maybe, like, play some Palia, uh, which is an Emma. Palia is an MMO. Yeah. That is not competitive at all. I've I've seen and heard uh, good things about that one. 
I feel I feel weird that people are having like a backlash to like the genre of cozy gaming. And I'm not sure why, because I can remember a time um, where people were like, oh, don't want competitive gaming. You're not a real gamer, so don't play our games. And then everybody was like, you know what? You're right. And then they started making all these cozier games to just chill out and relax to. And now those same people are now pissed that people are playing games that are chill and relaxing. Because people are having fun playing their games and they're not having fun playing their games. Right. Um, that, that That's it. Yeah, I, I guess that's what it boils down to. But it's like, I can't I, I, put I, myself I, in the mind. Like, where does I, I your mean, head have to be at to be that much of a dick? People have... People will actively just play games they don't want to play because it's the game you're supposed to be playing. I feel like games are too expensive for that now. Um, (laughs) Games have always been too expensive for that. And it doesn't make any sense. There's like a bazillion games. Just play what you want to play. Yeah. Well, I also see like the Sims community where people are like, oh, I don't know. No, I'm playing this game. Why? And I'm like, I think you should examine that because there'll be people that have all the packs i'm like why are you investing this much money into something that makes you miserable because they've invested so much money into it and they can't just give it up because it's a waste of their money and that means they made a bad decision which that's not how that works it just means you enjoyed a thing for a long time and then you just you're not enjoying it anymore and that's okay sometimes we grow out of the things that we enjoyed and we just need to find things that we enjoy and sometimes when we find new things we enjoy it makes us think back of the things we used to enjoy and be like oh i actually want to play that again and we go back oh this is nice that's how i feel about fucking we do all the time now i'm just like no honestly that's super valid (laughs) every time i think about it because like i'm like on the demisexual skills i'm like i'm like i can't like i think about dating and i'm just like oh I'm ready to date. And I'm like, oh, people. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what I could classify myself as. Because I used to always think I was like aromantic, but not asexual. But now I'm like, mm, maybe. <laughs> there is an a- <laughs> there is a brand of asexual where you're just tired. I think that's me. That, that it's actually I'll, I'll, I'm gonna try to find it because um, one of one of the people, one of my friends felt very attacked when they found it. It's uh, literally like it's literally just it's just a brand of asexual where you you are literally you are just too exhausted, like as a person you are just too tired. It, maybe in like ten years, but like not right now. Well, for me, I feel it's like um, I'm not getting anything out of it, and I the pros do not outweigh the cons, so the procurement of it is no longer enjoyable and then there's no guarantee that I'm actually going to orgasm so it feels like a waste of time uh and then usually you know sorry a a lot of the cis hetero males they don't make it a very pleasant experience so we can't even like chill before or after so I'm like, why uh, I'm doing this? I want to do yeah, this. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't realize that finding somebody where you can just chill before and after is actually a rarity. And then when I discovered that, I was just like, any interest I had drastically dropped. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. Once you have video games and and cats, I'm like, it's like good. Yeah, it's just like, oh, all my emotional needs are met right now. Do I actually need? No, I'm I'm okay. And like, not for nothing, cats and video games, a lot less labor. So much less labor. The um distance we've traveled from net neutrality is considerable. Yeah. This is all I mean, this is so this is the entire reason why we had to have an extra like a little extra section because when the Jayla and I are involved, there are no rails. Yeah. Like and I, I'm very unmedicated. So I understand. I was letting you guys go because <laughs> the the humor is in the distance in which you both will travel from the original topic. Like you will just get on get off on an exit and then drive thirty miles east before we all realize that we've been driving thirty miles in another There's direction. donuts there, Aaron. I don't think it's the wrong direction because this is also a valid direction, but it's a different direction than we intended. And we're very there far are in that apple direction. Apple fritters there, Aaron. I, like I how we got here wasn't surprising because first I got net neutrality, but then right. like, hey, was that gonna solve the problem of the internet? And that is talking about censorship and net neutrality probably won't like it's not gonna one hundred percent fix it, obviously. So then we talked about what they're censoring, which makes us talk about what is considered um, you know, deviant. And then yeah. we started talking about how we're all, you know, deviant and and then, you know, we started about fucking Right. So. Oh, I understand. I'm not saying like I said, I understand how we got there. I'm just understanding just letting I'm just saying that we are here. Um humans are gross. So coming to that conclusion, however you get there, is true. That's why we're not in the wrong place. We're just in a different place. And that's beautiful. But this was about net neutrality. So we're gonna call it here. At yeah, this point, I, I think we talked about we're it. We're gonna call it's, it. It's important. We're gonna we're gonna call it right here at this point. Button press. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up.